This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed. 
At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight Oh, the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rockets red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave Oh, the land of the free And the home of the brave Camel Country 107.9 Getting you up and getting you going This is Gunner and Cheyenne that was Keith Urban at the National Anthem this morning. Uh, kind of a chilly morning. Oh, it is brisk. In the valley. It's kind of crazy how um, we're so used to the heat and the warm temperatures. Uh, my kid, we went to Vegas over the weekend. My kiddos are desert children. I mean, we, we've officially determined that they are officially desert children because we let them pack their own bags. Uh-huh. And all they packed was shorts and short sleeves. <laughs> and the what weather the and the weather in Vegas, the high was like in the 40s. <laughs> It's a little more chillier in Vegas yeah. than it is here. And so we had to go buy sweatshirts for them, <laughs> uh, Tatum, forgot underwear. So we had to go to Ross and buy a pack of underwear. See, that's why you don't let kids pack their own bags. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. They're going to learn at some point, right? Yeah. And then if we are irresponsible enough not to check their packing there you go. Uh, prior to leaving, that's our own darn fault. <laughs> that so. is true. <laughs> so Tatum's got a fresh pack of underwear. And uh, we are fresh back from Vegas, which I, I love it. And kids in Vegas, that's a whole other story. You know, I mean, there was some stuff that went down over the weekend, which I'll share coming up here in a little bit. Okay. In regards to kids being in Vegas. But um, it's good to be back. And it should be warming up a little bit today. How's your 50? Down, well, we actually, you know what? It's going to be a freeze warning overnight tonight. Oh. 33, I think, the low for tonight. Pull out my winter coat. I can't stand the cold. Yeah, pull out that winter coat for your plants as well. Yeah. I don't have that, plants. Put the little sheet over your plant. <laughs> make sure it doesn't freeze. Oh, yeah. It's a rare thing to happen yeah. here in Arizona, but it happens from time to time. Yeah, you know? it does. So, uh, and then uh, 60 watt. What am I looking at? I'm looking at the wrong sheet. I'm like 61 on Sunday. Past <laughs> Sunday. Sunday was yesterday. Uh, chance of rain this evening. Highs today to your 50. We've got a freeze warning overnight tonight. Lows around 33, 58 tomorrow. There you go. All right, Morty Rilla, you ready? Yep, ready. Uh, this is from Jacob. He messaged me on Instagram. Here we go. What is there one of in every corner and two of in every room? What is there one of in every corner and two of in every room? Ooh. What is there one of in every corner? And two of in every room. Think about it. If you think you know it, uh, you can text us at 22108. I'll uh, we'll get you the correct answer to the morning riddle coming up here in six minutes on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Let's get you the correct answer to the morning riddle. Uh, Jacob and Instagram uh, messes me this riddle this morning. What is there one of in every corner and two of in every room? What is there one of in every corner and two of in every room? You got a guess? I do. I don't think it's right, though. Okay. Uh, a lot of correct guesses coming in on text. At hey, okay. Uh, an incorrect guess. Text to the 480 walls. What is there one of in every corner and two of in every room? 
incorrect. Uh, Texas, the 623 nightstands. There's a lot of nightstands <laughs> in a room. <laughs> well, two of them. I got two nightstands. One, one in one every corner. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I skipped right over that one. It's like <laughs> two of them in every room. I have, my wife has one. I got one. I mean, I've had two in my room. Yeah, there's one on each side of the bed. <laughs> one in every corner. No. Uh, incorrect. All right, Shia, what do you think the correct answer is? What is there one of in every corner, two of in every room? Um, I went with 90 degree angles. No. Okay. One of in every corner. Okay. Okay. Two of in every room. I went with the ceiling, the, the wall to ceiling and the floor to ceiling. No, that's incorrect. Was my thought. No, it's uh, a little easier than that, Cheyenne. Okay. It's the letter O. What is there one of in every corner and two of in every room? Corner has one O, room has two O's. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you got it right. I even so nice wrote it down and I typed it out. Oh, I saw you doing sketches and everything over there. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Sometimes a lot like easier. Little dots and dice. And <laughs> so think about the riddles. They're not too tough, right? Just don't think too hard about them. Uh, if you get there, correct and as you know, we do the morning riddle every week to morning at 6 here on Camel Country. Uh, this week, more opportunities for you to get in the official BetMGM pregame party presented by Bud Light and our friends at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. This is going down Friday, February 10th at the Ainsworth downtown. We've got Kit Moore. We've got an open bar. All right? It's a BetMGM party, so you know it's going to be big. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. So uh, you want to be a part of this. It's invite only, but you can also win your tickets from us. Uh, you can win them immediately following the 720 and 920. I love you, man, this morning. It's the best way to kick off the big weekend. And it's on a Friday, yeah. which doesn't happen very often. Um, and there are a lot of parties going on that week. So we have an opportunity for you to get into one. No yeah. FOMO for you if you win these tickets. All right. Uh, let, win them right after that 720. Love you, man. Just over an hour away here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Hope you had a great weekend. I spent the weekend in Vegas. Uh, one of my happy places. Love going to Vegas. Took the kids there over the weekend. We had to um, this vehicle that we drove down from Seattle over the holidays, which is my wife's dad's truck when our flight canceled from uh, Seattle to Phoenix on Christmas Eve. He's like, well, why don't you just take my truck? Like, well, okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, but I mean, when we did that, it's like no thought in our mind was like, how are we going to get this back to him? I wouldn't, honestly, I probably wouldn't have thought about it either. No, we were in a rush to get home. Yeah. We had to get home by Christmas morning, which we didn't get home till Christmas, late Christmas night. It was like 11 p.m. after we left on Ooh. Christmas Eve night, you know? So, I mean, it was a lot of driving, but we had to get the truck back to him. He was in Vegas over the weekend for a uh, seminar. He works in concrete. So, the, the name of the convention is uh, the World of Concrete. Sounds Fascinating. Oh, it sounds amazing, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, he was there, so we drove the truck over to him, made a weekend out of it, and then flew back yesterday. Uh, but while we were there, you know, my wife was up taking a nap. The girls were up in the room. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here. We're in Vegas. Right. Vegas, baby! So I went downstairs, played a little craps, and I was playing like the um, the digital craps. With yeah, the, uh, why? Well, not like, not like the ones they have here. Uh-huh. The ones in Vegas have like these big red dice... And there's like five stations around it. Oh, yes, I, yes, I yes. I love those ones. I do. It's great for beginners, and it's great if you just want to just get shmammered and uh, just got to throw chips around, you know, without being looked at differently by the other people. And, right. And, you know, you're not physically rolling the dice. So it's, I don't know. So anyway, we're sitting there, and there's other guy next to me to my right, uh-huh. and we're kind of talking to each other and start talking about the waitress and how long it's taken to get the drinks and how she's always messing up her drinks because there's been a couple of times where I'm like, I want a vodka Sprite. 
she goes back with vodka soda. You know, Ew. I don't want that. Or vodka Sprite. <laughs> so we're having this conversation. Uh-huh. And then, like, I think it was like three or four times where it just took forever to get our drinks. So then we're just kind of bad-mouthing her, if you will. Rude. And there she is right over right over my shoulder. <gasps> I... <laughs> Like that is, where did you come from? It's like open mouth, insert foot. That's what you get. That is what you get. So I uh, tipped her pretty well, and I felt okay uh-huh. in that situation after that. But I mean, that is an example of putting your foot in your mouth. That is that expression, mm-hmm. right? And I had to pull the definition just to really do it. To, to say or do something that you should not have, especially something that embarrasses someone else. All right? That is the definition of putting your foot in your mouth. That was my story. If you've got a story, you can text us at 22108. All of that, just to say, it is going to be tough to beat the situation that happened in this studio on Friday. (laughs) Cheyenne had a huge foot-in-mouth situation, (laughs) and I am so glad that I was not in her position on Friday, because I would be extremely embarrassed. Yeah, she's going (laughs) to share her story. Coming up next here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, take it from me. Having to put in your uh, put your foot in your mouth is not a good feeling. And uh, Cheyenne's going to share her story here in a moment, which, I mean, her foot and mouth situation uh, that happened on Friday after the show, I don't think anybody can top that one. That that one is brutal. It's been eating me up all weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to get some of these texts real quick, though. But uh, I had a foot and mouth situation over the weekend uh, in Vegas where me and another gambler on the gambling floor were talking uh, crap about a uh, a waitress that was just taking so long with her free drinks. <laughs> Darn her. <laughs> like, come on. I've been sitting here playing. You know, come on around more often. Yeah. You know, and then she was getting the drinks wrong and everything else. But, you know, as we are there drinking, you know, when you're drinking, you're not really observant to what's around you. Right. You know, so we're having this conversation about her as she's standing right off uh, my right shoulder. And that is the worst feeling right there. That's like gut it, dropping. It is. Yeah. It's tough. That's a foot and mouth situation. And uh, um, here's some more coming in on tax at 22108. Text at the 623. I work in women's retail. I saw a customer that I hadn't seen in a while. When I saw her, I said, oh, you're pregnant. <gasps> to which she replied, no. Just fat. Oh, no. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, here's another one. Text the 480. A friend of mine had recently been dumped by her boyfriend. Aww. They had a young son together. She was upset, so I went I uh, went to cheer her up. I suggested that the kid, uh, we, uh, I suggested taking the kid to the park. He was running around like a hyperactive little turd. So I said to my friend, oh, look, takes after his father, likes running off. <gasps> I have no idea what made me say it. Yes, it is. That is really funny. See, that was kind of funny, right? Yeah. I mean, that was kind of funny. Your your friends, you're there right in front of each other. Not sure why, but it's still a foot and mouth situation, but kind of funny. Uh, Cheyenne's situation on Friday, I I didn't even see it go down. I didn't hear it go down. I heard about it after the fact, and I kind of bummed out that I wasn't in that studio next door where you were. (laughs) You were kind of getting things ready for the weekend. I was. So I was working, had my back to the door, and uh, Gabe, who comes on after us, she pops her head in. I can see everything from her, like, chest up. And she goes, hey, do you want some Girl Scout cookies? That's all she says. Okay. To which I reply, 
in a very adult way. Heck no. I hate Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, the word was not heck. It was it my... Was, uh, yeah, it ended with a CK. Yes. And had a U and an F in there, Which too. is how we speak to each other. I'm, I will be very honest. That's just that's how, how, that's you how speak? I talk. That's, that's how, how you, I, that's you talk like a sailor to her? It's just how I talk to people. I'm sorry. I just, I grew up that way. It's very firsthand for me. So anyways... That is your that's your instant reaction. Do you want Girl Scout cookies? Is bleep? No, I hate Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Well, I was okay. like, I was so focused, and she just like popped her head. I was like, bleep, no. I hate Girl Scout cookies. And I'm loud. And as I say this, her face just melts to the floor. And she goes, Um, there's a Girl Scout here who wants to know if you want Girl Scout cookies. Okay, here's cookies. the deal. The, the girl, it wasn't just the Girl Scout, it was the Girl Scout and her, her mom. mom! That heard what came out of Cheyenne's dirty mouth. The only the the only thing that made me feel a smidgen better is that this particular Girl Scout was a teenager, so it wasn't like she was five, right? <laughs> but here's the thing: is I know that Girl Scouts love their cookies, and I this love is their cookies. this is why I feel so bad is because. I know the love behind Girl Scout cookies. Oh, come on. Hold on. Don't go. Hold on. I do. I understand people who Are love them. Are you trying them. to justify it by with this little spiel you've got? No. Or what? Will you let me okay, finish go, talking? Go. I know. I, this is why I feel bad. It's because I know that people love them, but I don't. But what made it even worse is that they came in here to ask you, and I hear the mom go, so we were listening to you guys on the way in, yeah. and I felt so, and I apologize But what profusely. does that have to do with the Girl Scouts and their love of the cookies? Because I don't want to hurt their feelings because I don't like them. And I know that Girl Scouts and people who love Girl Scout cookies truly love them. I just don't. And my reaction was because I just thought it was game. And it wasn't. I'm sure there's Girl Scouts that sell the cookies. They don't like them either. You know, I mean, I've people, never people, met one. people have preferences, right? Yes. You don't like the cookies. I do. I bought cookies from her. I bought an extra box just because I felt bad about the situation. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but I, but you think it was Gabe's fault or was it your fault? That, well, that I probably happen? should. I need to learn to not uh, speak like that all of the time. I really do. But she should have maybe said, hey, I have a Girl Scout right here who. Okay. You know, like, tell me that somebody's behind you so that I know. Because I would never talk to somebody right, like that. Right, but we're at work. Like, if you were to respond like that at home, that would make sense. Yeah. But we're at work, so why not be a little more careful? I don't think to put the blame on Gabe here. I'm not saying that. I took responsibility and said I should learn not to do that. Okay. But that's just how her and I, like, we talk like that. We do that. So you feel bad, but who are you putting blame on? I what already is just took yeah, is the it blame. On you? It's on you. Okay. I all just right. said that. I just Four I said, times. All right. There was, okay, I will say that there was a different reaction off air. That's why I asked you that question. Because you said that uh, Gabe took the blame in the hallway and all that, right? But then here on the air, after talking about it off air, you said that you're taking well, the blame. Well, she needs to so not approach situations like that, that. But, like, I have no problem right, taking was, blame that, from my mouth. Okay, but that was the only reason that I brought that up. Because I was going to kind of shift into a different little thing here where who's going to take the blame on this one? Who should take the blame? Is it Gabe for not presenting the Girl Scout, mm -hmm. you know? Or is it you for just taking a reaction like that? But you already took the blame. So. I have no problem taking the blame. <laughs> I, okay, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Oh, 
Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, posted a photo on my social media over the weekend of my daughter uh, in our hotel room in Vegas with the uh, castle uh, Excalibur in the background. Saying, it is so cute. Uh, the, the caption was, yeah, we're those parents. <laughs> those parents that bring their kids to Vegas. Because there's definitely two groups. Yes. Right? Or maybe three. Uh, one, don't ever bring your kids to Vegas. Uh, the other group, hey, kids are fine in Vegas. There's lots of things for kids to do. And then the other group is, uh, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> you know? The group that just sits in the middle yeah. and just minds their own business. <laughs> but there is a lot of people in Vegas that uh, give you dirty looks when you're walking up and down the strip with your daughters. Really? Or with your kids or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I mean, when I'm there without the girls, uh-huh. I do the same thing. I mean, I'm like, what are these little rugrats being <laughs> here for? <laughs> but then I'm there with our kids, you uh-huh. know, and I'm like, eh, they, yeah, they love it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Kaylin, as we're up walking up and down the strip, she's talking about how people keep cutting her off, mm. you know, uh, we get the dirty looks. The girls love it there, though. You know, they got the Hershey store, M&M store, Coca-Cola store. I mean, if, if Vegas wasn't for kids, they wouldn't have those things, right? I agree. Or, I think Vegas during the day is fine for kids. It's just a normal vacation destination. They got the rides. They got the pools with the slides and some yeah. of the hotels. Circus Circus, whole theme park in there. Exactly. Like, I don't, I mean, personally, I guess I sit in the middle. Like, I don't really care either yeah. way. If you want to take them, take them. Just don't take them out at night. Because yeah, that's that, dangerous. That's, or, go to, or don't go to Fremont Street. Exactly. You know, Fremont's kind of a sketch area, though. Very. And half-naked street performers. and <laughs> There's a lot of explaining to your kid if you end up going down to Fremont Street. You know, they're going to have a lot of questions. Yeah. But, uh, no, they, they don't come out after night, you know, after, after dark. And they just kind of stay in the room. Uh, we went down to uh, Dick's Last Resort at the Excalibur. And uh, n- another example of why maybe kids shouldn't be there. You know, I think it was around dinner time, but it was it was packed. Yeah. Right? Somebody was celebrating their birthday. It was right next to us. And the uh, the microphone dude up uh, up on the uh, the DJ booth is like, whose birthday is it? And then this guy and, you know, he's raising his hand. Like, ah, should I give him a lap dance? <laughs> Let me hear it if I should give him a lap dance. You know, it was like, woo! I'm like, okay, this guy's right next to us. Everybody's got their phone out. I'm going to leave because we got our kids with us, and I'm sure that this is just going to start going downhill from here. (laughs) So we bolted out of there Uh before the lap dance, you know, went back to the room and... And uh, anyway, so they, I mean, the weekend was great, but we got home and then, <laughs> the first commercial I see once I turn the football game on is a Las Vegas one that says, yeah, kids are welcome. Uh, what does it say? Uh, oh, I shut it out. Uh, but I'm going to play the the thing, the, the commercial, okay. the audio for the commercial, because he uh, here's Let me just listen. <laughs> it's about kids in Vegas. Kids okay. are welcome. But should you really bring them? <laughs> All right, this is an actual like visit Las Vegas uh, uh, tourism commercial. Listen in Las Vegas, the most Popular food is broccoli. So he's yeah. reading this story to his kid who's going to bed. Okay, okay. okay. All right, Popular all right. food is broccoli. Yeah, that's the only food. They have broccoli smoothies and broccoli <laughs> pancakes and broccoli ice cream and broccoli hot dogs. And of course, they have raw, unseasoned broccoli Daddy, with stems. I don't want to go to Las Vegas with you and mommy tomorrow. <laughs> So he's reading the book, and he's spouting all this stuff out just to convince the kid not to go to Vegas with him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Love the commercial. Brilliant commercial. Uh, what are your thoughts on kids in Vegas, though? You can text us at 22108. I have no problem with them being there, man. Yeah. They have a blast every time. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, kids in Vegas, what are your thoughts? Should kids be allowed to be in Vegas? 
Should, regardless if they're allowed, should you bring kids to Vegas? I think that is a better, should you? Yeah. But I mean, they have the M&M store. I mean, if they, and they have the Coke store and the Hershey store. I mean, if you shouldn't bring kids to Vegas, why do they have those big, flashy kid stores, essentially? I mean, yeah, we all like chocolate. Yeah. But I mean, come on. I mean, is I'm a, a big kid. Is it Adult in Vegas? You go into the uh, the Hershey store? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> what about the M&M store? You go into the M&M store? Uh, 100%. I love chocolate. Going into the arcades at Excalibur in New York, New York. Okay, I mean, you, got you know me what I mean. No, no, yeah, I'm not not, that. no. <laughs> Why are you gonna put money into those those things where you don't have the chance to win any money? Just go play a slot machine. Yeah, adult video games. You know, it's the you, adult as, arcade. As an adult, you're not sitting in the arcade in Vegas. I'm right. sorry, this is not happening. Uh, but based on the text coming in at two two one eight, nobody has an issue with kids going to Vegas. Well, that's good. And I, I, but I, even though they didn't text in, I'm sure there's people that oppose. Yes, you know a lot of these texts coming in. Text of the six three zero. I think it's totally fine to have kids in Vegas. Maybe uh, maybe a certain age, but there's plenty to do. But make sure they're in the room by six. Yeah. Text of the nine seven one. I grew up going to Vegas. Every summer for vacation with my family, and they are some of the best memories I have growing up. Going to magic shows, swimming, shopping. I love that. My daughter's going to have those same uh, memories. Yeah. We do that. Every, we have our annual trip every year, even though we just spent a weekend there. Mm-hmm. They spent a, a lot of the time in the room. You know, luckily they're okay with just being on their tablets and not wanting to get outside and get some fresh air, you know? <laughs> just shove them in there and shut the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, they have a great time every time. Mm-hmm. And they every time we mention Vegas, they just cannot wait to get there. Uh, text to the 480. Of course, kid, of course, Vegas is kid-friendly. Our girls have some of the biggest competitive cheer competitions in the country in Vegas, where it's all the kids that, where it's all kids that are there. We go every year. It's a blast, and the kids love it. And they actually had one of those over the weekend uh, when we were there. Oh, that's There's cool. A lot, of, a lot of kids in their uh, cheer outfits. That's awesome. I texted the 602. I was in Vegas as a kid with my grandmother when the world wasn't so sensitive. I had a ball. I was out at night. I got to see all the lights at 10 years old. Oh, that's cool. I do think that the world, unfortunately, the world now is a little bit different. But to be able to give experiences like that, I think is, you know, something that money can't buy. And then my daughter, uh, my youngest, six years old Tatum, decided to pack handcuffs in her carry-on. Did you say handcuffs? Handcuffs. What? Why? Why? I have no idea. Where did she get the handcuffs? They're they're play handcuffs. But I didn't realize Uh, it. Like, she made it through the TSA here. Uh, Actually, no, we didn't have TSA on the way there. We drove. But when we flew back, they pulled us aside in the Vegas airport (laughs) and pulled out her handcuffs. My six-year-old brought handcuffs to Vegas. Why? Why? Riddle me that. I have no idea. Did you ask? No, I don't. You need to ask. Do you need to? Yes. I mean, what? Why? Why? I may have to venture in to see in what video she's been watching about Vegas. I don't know. So many right. questions. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. All right, so I uh, spent the weekend in Vegas. Uh, we drove this uh, vehicle over there that uh, we had driven from Seattle to Phoenix when our flight canceled over Christmas. So the vehicle belonged to my wife's dad. We had to get the vehicle back to him. He was in Vegas. So we're like, all right, well, we'll just drive it to Vegas and then he could drive it back to Seattle and then we'll just fly home. Yes. And that's exactly what we did. So uh, loaded up the kids, headed over to Vegas, spent the weekend there. Then yesterday, we're to part. For the airport, going through TSA, 
my daughter's backpack gets pushed to the side for an additional screening. Like what? What? We, there's no water bottles. What's in there? Yeah. You know? So they pull out handcuffs. <laughs> she had handcuffs <laughs> in her carry-on, which obviously with us driving there, we didn't hit TSA yeah. all the way there. Yeah. You know? So she <laughs> threw it in there. So people are wondering. Texts are coming in at 22108. Text the 281. Follow-up is required on this handcuffs ordeal. <laughs> We need to know. Like, you, we have to figure out why she packed the handcuffs. Yeah, so give us a few minutes. We're going to get my daughter on the phone. We'll see if there's an explanation as to why she brought handcuffs to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, adults, it makes sense, right? But come on, a six-year-old? Why? We'll call her next. Hey? Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Gunner and Cheyenne, thanks so much for having us on this morning. Uh, over the weekend, took a little quick trip to Vegas. Uh, brought the kids with us, and we allowed them to pack their own things. So they threw, you know, whatever clothes they wanted to bring to Vegas into a backpack, which was all short sleeves and shorts. They're definitely desert children. <laughs> and did you double check their bags? We did not double check their bags. Okay. I've uh, got an 11-year-old and a 6-year-old. Figure it out. <laughs> you know, they got to figure it out at some point. So I guess it comes on us on not double checking yeah. prior to leaving. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, my oldest packed everything we needed and she needed except for toothbrush. She was without her toothbrush all weekend. Ew. And then my youngest forgot underwear, but she also packed an extra item. Uh, she packed handcuffs in her backpack, which we drove there and flew back. So uh, there was no TSA other way there. We uh. didn't realize the handcuffs were in the backpack until coming back. When TSA pulled us aside and did an additional screening on her backpack and had to ensure, I don't know why, I'm sure that this is not the first time they've seen handcuffs in someone's oh, backpack yeah. Especially in Vegas. Especially in Vegas, yeah. <laughs> so they had to pull it out just to verify that there were indeed handcuffs. And there were play handcuffs. But why? Why did she bring them? We're going to call her here in a moment, but I want to play a piece of audio uh, from earlier when I first mentioned this news. Somebody pointed out it on text. At two two one zero eight, saying you got to get audio of Cheyenne's laughing when she first heard that heard that, uh, when she first heard about the handcuffs <laughs> in your daughter's backpack. Okay. All right, here's that audio. So good. Listen, and then my daughter, uh, my youngest six year old, six years old Tatum, decided to pack handcuffs in her carry on. Did you say handcuffs? Handcuffs. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I have no idea. Where'd you get the handcuffs? I have, they're they're play handcuffs. <laughs> Just the. <laughs> <laughs> <So funny. laughs> but I also said handcuffs, so I can see why you question that. But uh, let's call uh, my wife's cell phone and then we'll uh, <laughs> talk to Tim. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, here we go. Hello? Hey. Hey. Hello? <laughs> hey, Tatum. What? Hey, Bugga. What are you doing? Nothing. Getting ready for school? Mm-hmm. Um, remember yesterday with the uh, handcuffs in your uh, backpack? She's smiling and laughing. <laughs> Tatum, remember the handcuffs in your backpack? You need to talk to Dad. What? Why did you bring them to Vegas? I was just kind of got thinking about that today. Why did Why did you bring them? Why did you put them in the backpack? Or what were you going to use them for? Tatum, I will get you a uh, a blizzard today if you can answer my questions. <laughs> I can't. I do it. Tell him whatever he wants. 
<laughs> what was the reason for the handcuffs, Bug? Mm-hmm. You don't know? You just, just wanted to throw them in the backpack? Yeah. Okay, but what did you envision using them for? I don't know. Like you brought handcuffs, but you forgot underwear. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> kid reaction. What's more important, handcuffs or uh, underwear? In this case, it was handcuffs. Handcuffs, right? for sure. I mean, I get it. I, yeah. I get it. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we got a story of some railroad workers and the weirdest thing that they saw while on the job. Wait to hear this story. It's coming up next. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, we appreciate you so much for listening this morning. Uh, here's kind of a feel-good story. Okay. But it's also a story that uh, the, the, the guys involved are probably like... What the heck did I just see? Uh, some railroad workers in Georgia were out inspecting some tracks mm-hmm. and uh, noticed a raccoon on the tracks. As they approached the raccoon, the raccoon cannot move. Turns out the raccoon's crotch was frozen oh, to the train track. No, stop it. <laughs> the poor little raccoon. It, it happened last month in 10-degree weather. The best guess is that the raccoon was trying to climb the track and lingered too long. So there he was, stuck, crotched to the metal track. Uh, they used warm water. As I mentioned, it was a, uh, this is a feel-good story, uh-huh. right? They used warm water to free him, and off he ran into the woods. Well, that's good. But still. This poor little raccoon part. And, and there's photos out there on the internet. If you search raccoon cross to, 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 stuck to a train track, you will find those photos. But still, I mean, that 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 poor raccoon. Yeah. Who knows how long it was sitting there. I mean, obviously not too long because he wasn't like dying of hunger or anything. Right. You know, he kind of ran off. But still, like, as a human, if we were stuck to the train track, we're forward thinking, right? If I don't get off of this thing, I'm going to get run over by a train. Yes. I don't think raccoons have that foresight, you know? So he's just kind of there, just stuck. <laughs> just hanging out. And, and could you imagine if that train was coming at him, the lights? What if it came from behind and he couldn't even see it? It was just like, whack, lights out. Yeah, it just lights it's out. Terrible. I, mean, I don't think animals have that kind of foresight. Right? Yeah. They don't have that forward thinking like humans do. But uh, thankful that those uh, railroad workers, or he's thankful those railroad workers found some warm water and released his crotch from that metal train track. But those pictures, that story, those railroad railroad workers have a story to tell for years down the road. Oh, for forever. The weirdest thing that they've ever seen, a raccoon with his crotch stuck to the train tracks. So what is the weirdest thing you've seen, though? Like, the weirdest thing you've seen. Doesn't matter where or when. It's a simple question. What's the weirdest thing you've seen? And I, I think a lot of people, when I said that phrase, what's the uh-huh. weirdest thing you've seen? You had a story just pop right in your head. You're ready. You're ready to tell us that story. It's that story that just lives, you know, like rent free in your head all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so text us at two two one. Wait, what is that story? What is the weirdest thing you've seen? Again, doesn't matter where or when. Just the weirdest thing you've seen. Love to hear what you got. You can text us at two two one. Wait, your texts are coming up next. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. What is the weirdest thing you've seen? Like, it uh, doesn't matter where, doesn't matter when. Just the weirdest thing you happened upon. The weirdest thing you've seen. The, the the thing that when you saw it, you walked away and it just kept replaying in your mind. Did I just see that? There were some railroad workers in Georgia recently that came upon a raccoon with its crotch stuck to the the train track. And I did, I, I did see the picture. And it's, 
I'm sorry, Mr. Raccoon, but it's hilarious. Like, he's just straddled over the rail track. Yeah. Just He can't go anywhere. It was like he was, like, uh, stepping into the bathtub. That's, like how, that's how he was going over the train track. So he put one foot over. Crotch got stuck. And then he was just in a vulnerable position. He was. That poor guy. Raccoons, they typically scatter, you know, as wild animals do when you happen upon them. Yeah. You know, but this poor guy. He couldn't they, do that. Very vulnerable position. <laughs> And yes, they had warm water and released him so he did not get plowed by a train. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it's a good news story. But I mean, still, those railroad workers, they'll be ter- telling that story for years to come. As they should. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing they've ever seen. Uh, so what do you got, Camel Nation? What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen? Texts are coming in at 22108. Uh, text from the 623. I saw an elk on my trail cam posing. One was sticking his tongue out. The other one was sticking his butt out like they knew the camera was there. <laughs> that's that's funny. That's funny. It's the weirdest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> Text the 480. A homeless woman came into my showroom and used our bathroom. She was missing for a while, so my manager went into the bathroom with me so we could check the situation out. She was in the sink with her pants off. <gasps> what? <laughs> I mean, hey, everybody's got to bathe, okay? Uh, text of the 623. Weirdest thing I've seen was a patient sitting bare butt on my chair peeing in the trash. Okay. <laughs> what do you say? You walk into the room I, I and what do you, you say? Turn, you just turn around at that point. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Let me know when you're ready. I mean, did you knock? That's what you get for not knocking. Don't just walk into rooms. <laughs> No, it's not. I go to doctor's office. I mean, it was the doctor's yeah. office, right? Yeah, patient. Normally they, and then they yeah. open the door, right? There's yes. a few knocks and <laughs> text the four eight zero. I saw a homeless person with a pet duck that followed her around. Okay, that's that's not weird. That's just amazing. It's kind of weird. Come on, you got a pet duck that follows you around. I don't care if you're homeless or not. That's amazing. Uh, let's see. Text the three zero seven. The weirdest thing I've ever seen uh, was when I was living in Wyoming. A squirrel came up to me while I was pregnant. And just hugged my leg outside of the hospital oh, and tried to climb up. Oh, that's so cute. That's really cute. <laughs> Is it? Yes. It was the female squirrel just got to. Probably. She could probably the, just like yeah. sense your pheromones, your pregnant pheromones. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen? Uh, it doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter when. I'm sure when you hear that phrase, something pops into your head, right? Because, I mean, the weirdest thing you've ever seen, it's always going to sit there. As you say, Cheyenne, rent-free in yes. your head, right? Uh, text with the 602, someone driving off with their hood up out of the parking lot down the street. Who does that? How? Hood up. How do you not notice? that? How do you see? <laughs> they couldn't get it down. I don't know. So you're but th- you look under the crack of the hood, right? When it comes up, there's a little crack. On the bottom of the windshield, from the bottom of the windshield, yeah, yeah, you're looking like that. Just like people up there, like in, in the northern states, you know, where they get snow. They just got to put a little hole in the snow and kind of look through that little, uh, you only, little you submarine only window. scrape enough to see the scrape the ice off enough to see. Yep. Which you can get ticketed for, but it happens yep. all the time wherever there's snow, you know, you just get that little porthole out of your windshield. That's true. That's very true. I've right, been what, there. What is the weirdest thing you've ever seen? You can text us at 221. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we appreciate you so much uh, for listening. 
uh, day in and day out and listening to us every morning. We appreciate you. Uh, stories coming in at 2 2 what a weight of the weirdest thing you've ever seen. We were talking about this story out of Georgia where a couple of railroad workers saved a raccoon that somehow got its crotch stuck to the train track. Got to be the weirdest thing those guys have ever seen. Has to be. They used uh, some warm water and uh, removed or at least allowed the raccoon to remove himself from the uh, the train track. I feel like I this mean, story for them is going to be one of those stories where in like 10, 15 years, it'll be like, did I ever tell you the story of the raccoon? And everybody's going to be like, yes, Bob, yeah. we know. I don't think there's a more vulnerable state you could be in <laughs> no. than having your crotch frozen to a train track. Poor raccoon. <laughs> but he is, he is off living his going on with his life, whatever raccoons do out in the woods, you know, but uh, that's a story that those railroad workers will tell for years to come. So what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen? It's a simple question. Just what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen? Doesn't matter where or when. Uh, a few more stories here coming in I want to get to at uh, 22108. Text from the 520. I was working out at the U of A and looking out the windows towards the stadium. There had been a football game night before. I saw a girl I worked with walk by a trash can and eat a piece of pizza out of the trash. Stop. Never told her I saw that. Ew. <laughs> the old trash pizza? Gross. Hey, some people, that might be a five-course meal. I don't know. Okay? I don't know. So gross. What is it? Was it um, the couch pizza? What is that? Friends or Big Bang Theory? Or what am I thinking I of? There? I don't know. The couch. Oh, no. Hangover. Did you just eat couch pizza? Never seen Hangover? I mean, yes, I've seen The Hangover, but I can't place that scene. I don't know how I went from Friends all the way to Hangover. I don't either. I have no clue. All right. Couch Uh, pizza. Weirdest thing you've ever seen. Text at the 520. Weirdest thing I saw was at work at a casino. A lady was too lazy to get up and go pee, so she just stood up, popped a squat next to the slot machine, peed on the carpet. Stop it. Then went back to playing that slot machine. Stop it. That is gross. I've been there where you're on a heater, but I've never felt the urge to pee on the carpet. <laughs> Thank goodness you finished that with that thought. I've been there. I get it. <laughs> Check to the four I know. The weirdest thing that I saw was um, uh, was every month when I used to work for the company that I used to work for, I would go into somebody's backyard and they'd be hot tubbing naked. Ooh. Nothing like seeing an old man hot tub naked every single month. <laughs> You know, he's living his best life, okay? At least he's not frozen to the railroad track. <laughs> well, not just that. Your crotch yes. frozen to the railroad track. <laughs> Text with the 530 in the casino bathroom. There's a girl covered in peanut butter lying on the floor. Yeah, that's definitely weird. Um, What? Text with the 623. I'm a flight attendant, and upon takeoff, a woman gets up and poops in the, mid- in the aisle. <laughs> Hey, if, you, I, if you take a laxative, you got to go. You got to go, right? But I mean. I, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, what What do you do? Well, I mean, yeah, if you are that flight attendant, I mean, you're supposed to ensure that everybody's seated in, right? And yep. buckled in, you know, and tray tables up, seat backs up and to make sure that everybody's safe for takeoff. But if you have a passenger that steps out and drops trowel. That's got to be a tough situation to handle. I, don't, I, I think I would look the other way. How do you? I, there's no way. How would you? What would you do? I have no idea. I don't know what you would do. What do you tell everybody else? Who cleans it up? Well, she would have to once they get to a cruising altitude. Hey, ma'am, can you clean up your mess, please? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Ma'am, this so is weird. Clean up in the middle aisle. Which one? Which one resonated with you? We read a lot this hour. There's we a did. lot of weird things. I, I think, I, I think the the using the restroom on the plane. Oh, really? In the middle of the, aisle, the aisle is the weirdest to me because it's not like the bathroom is very far away. Yeah. And well, you're, but you're not supposed to. No, they have the ba- no, they have the bathrooms locked. Didn't she say upon takeoff? Yeah, upon oh, takeoff. I didn't know the, I didn't know the bathrooms. So they locked the bathrooms oh, at takeoff. I didn't know that. So she's probably like, I'll, I'll show you. <laughs> Take away my bathroom. Yeah. I'll do it right here. Took my laxative ahead of getting on this flight. I gotta go. <laughs> you know what? As funny as that, I gotta take that back. I'm gonna say the girl covered in peanut, peanut butter, butter in the bathroom. I totally was thought weird. you were gonna go that route. Yeah, I totally think I'm gonna go it. with yeah. that one. The casino bathroom girl covered in peanut butter. Also, what is up with so many casinos having so many weird things happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, <laughs> casinos are open 24 hours. They're open to everybody, right? That's a good point. That is valid. <laughs> weird things happen late at night. <laughs> If you've ever been to Vegas, you know. Yeah. You know for sure. But appreciate those texts. Uh, coming up next, Denim and Diamonds. They're looking for a new DJ. We put some solicits out last week. Hey, if you want to get to the front of the line, you want your resume on top, call us and we'll make it happen. We got a couple of guys ready to give us their best DJ, like how they would handle being a DJ Denim and Diamonds. I can't wait. We're going to talk to them next. Hang on. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, if you didn't know, Denim and Diamonds, they are looking for a new DJ. If you're looking for a side gig, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays? Wednesday, Friday, Saturdays. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> uh, you can get out there, get in the DJ booth, make those announcements, spin on the ones and twos, which are the uh, the turntables. But I, from what I understand, they don't actually have the uh, the actual turntables, huh? No, they do not. They do not have the turntables. And we got to just make sure the, uh, the music stays playing mm-hmm. and uh, get people all excited. You know, so if that's something that you want to do, you know, check out Denim and Diamonds on social media. Reach out to them. Get that application in. Last week, we were talking about it. And we said, hey, you want to get to the front of the line? You want your resume on top? Give us a call. We'll make it happen. We've got a couple of guys on the phone this morning that are uh, going to give it their best shot as to what it would sound like if they were on the mic as the new DJ at Denim and Diamonds. I'm jazzed to hear this. I really am. Yeah. Uh, Luke is in Mesa. Luke, what you got, man? Hey, 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 yo, 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 yo. Thank you for coming out tonight at Denim and Diamond. We're getting crunk up in the house. <laughs> let's get it, let's get it. All my dogs in the back, raise the roof, raise the roof, raise the roof. Let's go, baby. Oh, man, I would, I glad, I would gladly wait in line at Denim and Diamond to go to see Luke. I'm fist pumping in the studio. <laughs> That's I like right. it. Come on, to go gym tan laundry right now, Cheyenne. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nicely done, Luke. Awesome. All right, buddy, hang on. Uh, Jackson is uh, next here. Jackson, what you got, bud? All right, here we go. Here we go. Ooh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Denim Diner. <laughs> That's right, everybody. Get up on the dance floor. We got your line dancing. We got you going back and forth. That's right. Get up on the dance floor. We got the number one hits playing out tonight. Make sure you tip your bartenders and get on the floor. <laughs> I feel like I'm ready for an MMA fight. Because <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I feel like I'm on the Price is Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackson, good stuff, bud. Appreciate it, man. Hey, thank you. <laughs> right, so we'll get them to the uh, the top of the resume list there for uh, Denim and Diamonds. So that's what you're going up against, just so you know. That's yeah. that's what it is right there. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's one of those things that it doesn't. You don't have to beat mix. It sounds yeah. like you know they got the playlist, they got the song cat, the the song library. Just keep the music fun and upbeat, and keep people on the dance floor. Yeah. If that's something you can do. 
You know, reach out to Denim and Diamonds or reach out to us. We'll get you at the top of that resume list. And I will say, it is a great group of people to work with at Denim. Like, I'm there once a month, and I love the bartenders, the staff. Everybody's just so great. And honestly, the people who go to Denim are really fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's a good group. Um, all right, you can find Denim and Diamonds on social media. Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.